Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone, it's another episode for the week of December 4th, 2017. We welcome Alejandra Lara, who will be taking on a very veteran or, or experienced fighter in Elena Shonikova in Italy, part of the Bellator 190 fight card airing on Spike, and the legendary Glacier who wrestled for WCW, will be making his return to South Florida as he will be part of the Sweetwater Wrestling Fan Fest. He'll be hosting a meet and greet at that show. And he, he's on right here on The Roman Show to talk about what we can expect and a little bit about his career. This plus much more coming up next on The Roman Show, which starts right now. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the face. Booster, go. Retro, go. Fido, go. Fido, guidance, Surgeon, go. Guidance, go. GNC, we're going. Down here, go. Control, go. Go, go. FAO, we are go. Network, go. Recovery, go. Capcom, we're go. Fly. Launch control, this is Houston. We are going to launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. All right, everyone, we are getting uh, pretty much close to the end of 2017, and it has been a phenomenal year for sports overall, uh, music as well, which, by the way, want to start out the show right from the get go. Fort Rock 2018 is now going to take place, you know, Fort Rock used to take place in Fort Myers, Florida, but it's moved two hours to the east, and that is in Fort Lauderdale, so the people living in the east side of Florida have a great opportunity to watch Fort Rock in person, and boy, what a lineup do they have, and you can see more of this lineup at theromanshow.com, but let me give you a little sneak peek at who is expected to be at Full Rock 2018? I'm talking about Godsmack, Five Finger Death Punch, Stone Sour, Shine Down, Breaking Benjamin, and ladies and gentlemen, the legendary a man uh, who is notorious, uh, the man who pretty much even put metal on the map, if you would say. Some say that they could consider him a, a father, right? A father figure for the music of metal. Rock. I'm talking about Ozzy Osbourne will be headlining Fort Rock on Sunday, uh, that Sunday, that weekend in April. Boy, what a lineup. April 29th, Ozzy Osbourne. On April 28th, you have Godsmack headlining the event. Gosh, well, I, I'm just excited. We've got Hailstorm, Trivium, Kill, Switch, Engage, one of my favorite bands. They're going to be part of Fort Rock. I'm telling you guys, get your tickets. The early sale goes on this Friday, December 8th at noon, fortrockfestival.com. For more information, visit theromanshow.com. You can get more details there. But don't be a fool. You have to head out to Fort Rock this year, and especially if you live in the South Florida area. Guys, you don't have to travel to Fort Myers anymore. Just go up about 20, 30 minutes if you're in Miami. And if you're in Broward and West Palm, a couple of minutes, 
Get you right there at Markham Park in Fort Lauderdale slash Sunrise, Florida. Can't wait for that for Rock 2018. All right, but this weekend, December 9th, you have Sweetwater Wrestling Fan Fest. The city is bringing back wrestling after more than a decade. And boy, do they have a stellar card. You guys are going to have names like uh, Jesse Neal, Max Stardom, uh, Chris Sylvia, who was on the program last week, uh, The Warlord, and Glacier who will be joining us here on the program a little, a little later. He's going to be honored. He's going to be given a proclamation. And, well, we're going to hear from him. You know, what has, he, what has he been up to? And what can we expect on December 9th? I myself will be uh, re-announcing that show. So head on over, guys. It's absolutely free. Eventbrite.com is the thing you need to go, you need to visit. It's going to pretty much almost guarantee you a seat. This event is expected to be a packed house. So you don't want to be standing up there for about a couple of hours. Head on over to Eventbrite.com. And reserve your ticket for Sweetwater Wrestling Fan Fest. It's absolutely free, guys. You can't beat it. And on December 15th... Oh, actually, let me just read one more here because I, I totally forgot. But on December 9th also, uh, Coastal Championship Wrestling uh, at the Coral Springs Charter School, 3205 North University Drive, Coral Springs, Florida. Uh, you can visit ccwevents.com for more details. And that's a great card, too. You got... Hurricane Shim Helms, you got MVP, and this is a dedication or a memory of Dave Johnson, a local professional wrestler here who recently passed away. This is a great event, folks. This is another good one as well. That is uh, uh, on December 9th uh, in Coral Springs, starting at 8 p.m. Uh, Tokyo Cahagas, uh, uh, Tokyo Monster Rolls, be a part of that. Uh, Santana Garrett, who was part of the Women's Classic, and you've also seen her on uh, Impact Wrestling and NXT. Uh, so Rage Cage 2 at the Coral Springs Charter School, ccwevents.com is the website to get your tickets. And next week, December 15th, Titan FC returns with more action. It seems just like yesterday I was talking about the November event, but you know we're back again December 15th with Titan FC 47. You already have some great lineups already. Sudik Yusuf versus Luis Gomez for the featherweight title. That is right. The featherweight title will be on the line. Gustavo Eddie Ballard, undefeated this guy. He is a former uh, Olympian. Takes on Bruno Cojea, Mesquita, Michel Batista. A beast of a heavyweight. Look out for this guy. This guy for sure is money. And he will be very, very soon in a very top promotion whether it be the UFC or Bellator keep your eyes on him uh, versus Edison Lopez and a whole long list of great fights uh, you can visit also the romanshow.com for more information as well so get your tickets right now by visiting uh, cage uh, tickets that's cage tickets.com it's a, uh, a new service but you can go out there and get more details uh, for Titan FC on December 15th in its new home, Extreme Action Park. It's in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, so they're going to be having their, their make their debut. And by the way, this event also airs or streams live on UFC Fight Pass. Just a reminder of that, UFC Fight Pass. Okay, cagetick.com slash Titan. So that's cage, C-A-G-E-T-A-X.com forward slash Titan to get ticket information. And trust me, it's a great event in Extreme Action Park. Excited, pumped, ready to announce that fight card. I am ready for it. All right, guys, we're going to get things going here with Reality Check. 
now it's time to give you a reality check. Well, we saw the Woken one, Matt Hardy. He's no longer Broken Matt Hardy, but Woken Matt Hardy. Okay, it's not exactly the same thing that we saw on Impact Wrestling, but whatever, man. Hey, listen. Broken, Woken, same thing, same guy, same character. I'm excited for it. We saw that face-to-face between him and Bray Wyatt, and what a better way to do that. To have Bray Wyatt, who is known for that type of creepy, um, lunatic type of gimmick, and... Matt Hardy, right? This crazy scientist. I don't know what the hell he is, but how great it is to see the Woken and Matt Hardy in the WWE. It was just a matter of time. I know many fans were waiting for it to happen, but at last, at last we get to see the Woken and Matt Hardy. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm crossing my fingers that when Jeff Hardy gets better, he comes back from his injury, we get Brother Nero. So can you imagine Brother Nero and the Woken Matt Hardy? Boy, absolutely awesome. Again, the Woken Matt Hardy is now on Monday Night Raw. I'd like to get your opinions. What were your thoughts? You know, were you excited? Are you happy? Uh, do you think that they should somehow try to do the broken Matt Hardy? Remember, there was a legal issue uh, with that. That's the reason why we didn't even get this uh, character any sooner. But... What are your thoughts? Are you are, are you content with what took place on Monday Night Raw with the Woken Matt Hardy? Do you think that they're going to use this character to its full potential as they did on Impact Wrestling? I'd like to get your opinion. Follow us on social media at The Roman Show. Roman Show Media both on Facebook and on Instagram. And YouTube.com forward slash rroman 201 is the... Is the Address to visit for video interviews. In just a few, we're going to put there Dalton Harris, who, uh, Ring of Honor. We're going to be uh, interviewing him on our YouTube channel. So check that video out. You don't want to miss it. Very funny. He talks about manatees watching him in person or something. You won't want to miss that interview of Dalton. All right, guys. Send us an email to info at com if you feel free to share your opinion. We'll read it right here on the air. As mentioned... Last week, Paige uh, returned to Monday Night Raw. She is part of the absolute um, absolution, and she has Mandy Rose, uh, Sarah Deville. It's good. I mean, I did. I think the stable is pretty good. Absolution, and for the first time, we saw Paige wrestle in over about a year. It was the first time. I, I think she did fairly well. She took on Sasha Banks, but. Over at the SmackDown, they got the Riot Squad. Yeah, Ruby Riot and, and the other girls, Liv Morgan. But I, I, I like more of Paige's stable. But I, I think that they, they... Why so many stables? Of women's stables? I think just one would have been okay just having Paige. Uh, Paige's stable instead of having two. I, I mean, that, that's just me. That That's just my opinion. I think they should have just stayed... With uh, one stable with absolution with the ladies of Paige, uh, Deville, and Mandy Rose. But again, that's just my opinion. You know, you don't feel it's right. You think that you should have you have two stables. I, I just think it's a little bit of overload. I think it's just too much having two stables. Oh, what a coincidence! We got new faces. At least just to keep it a Monday Night Raw. I mean, why not? That's it. Give me something fresh. You know, give me something that I'm going to expect. 
and have someone with an impact instead of a group just the same thing you're doing on Monday Night Raw. But that's just my opinion. You don't like it, you want to debate, info at theromanshow.com. By the way, guys, Santa's Enchanted Forest here in South Florida is already open and will run until January. Santa's Enchanted Forest is located in Miami, Florida, right there, Tropical Park, off of the Palmetto on 40th Street Southwest. And they feature over 100 yard uh, rides, shows, games, and attractions. And once again, it runs all the way until January 7th of 2018. And with your price, you get access to all of the carnival rides. I was there not too long ago. Trust me, you'll love it. So check it out. Santa's Enchanted Forest is a great family time. Speaking about family, December 9th, Sweetwater Wrestling Fan Fest. Wrestling returns to the city of Sweetwater after more than 10 years. And this event is family-friendly. And guess what? The event is absolutely free. I know you guys got to make some uh, Christmas shopping and are buying all these gifts and going up over the hill over this stuff. But listen, save yourself the bucks, save yourself the money because this event is absolutely free. Bring the kids of all all ages. Bring them out here. You're going to have a great time. We're going to have wrestlers like Glacier, Warlord, and many of the other young guys like Jesse Neal, Max Stardom, and so much so. 250 Southwest 114th Avenue, eventbrite.com to just make sure you got yourself a seat. Coming up next, Glacier on the Roman Show, followed by Alejandra Lara, who will be taking on a veteran in the upcoming Bellator card scheduled for December 9th in Italy. Mucho gusto Alejandra eh, Lara que se va a hacer su debut en Bellator diciembre 9 eh, en Italia contra una veterana Lena Chinokova y ahorita pues nos eh, encontramos con Alejandra desde Colombia. Alejandra, ¿cómo te sientes ya que se acerca la pelea diciembre 9? Buenas tardes, muchas gracias. Eh, pues me siento muy bien y muy preparada para la pelea. Ahora, esta es la, la primera vez, ¿no?, que peleas afuera de América Latina, sea en México o en Sudamérica. Eh, ¿Cómo te sientes eh, pelear afuera eh, de esta área ahora en Europa, no? Claro, eh, esta pelea significa para mí el comienzo de una nueva etapa, como peleadora, pues, y en mi carrera. Eh, 
obviamente es una experiencia mucho más significativa, mucho más grande y bueno, hay muchas expectativas al respecto y espero representar a mi país lo mejor ya a nivel internacional. Y ahora ya sabemos que Bellator pues es una compañía, una promoción bien grande ya segunda a la UFC. ¿Qué significa estar en esta posición, en esta en esta etapa ¿no? de, de tu carrera, tu joven carrera, que solo apenas tiene un récord de 6 y 1? Bueno, esto significa ya estar en las grandes ligas, se, significa que tengo que demostrar que tengo el nivel para estar aquí. Entonces, bueno, ese es el reto, que, que, se, que se vea por qué estoy aquí. Ahora, esta pelea ya te, te, que te dan contra Lena, ella es una veterana, tiene bastante experiencia. ¿Tú consideras esta, este oponente la más, uh, más fuerte que has enfrentado en tu carrera? Eh, claramente sí es, de, digamos, la más experimentada, eh, pero creo que yo hago parte de una nueva generación de mujeres que estamos eh, peleando y creo que soy muy versátil y que puedo aprovechar muchas cosas de mi estilo contra ella. ¿En qué forma? Porque que, que, estudiando tu oponente, ¿qué tiene ella que te llama la atención, que tú te has preparado para esa pelea? Bueno, pues, eh, obviamente el, el nivel y la experiencia de ella es más que todo en kickboxing, es muy buena striker, pero bueno, creo que mmm, yo me he desenvuelto muy bien, en, sobre todo en estos últimos años, en el trabajo de piso, en el control, y bueno, mi estrategia va dirigida a... a a controlar su, pues, a, a llevarla a mi juego y a no meterme en el suyo, claramente. Cuando pensamos de Colombia, la única persona, bueno, la única cosa que piensa por mi cabeza cuando hablamos de deporte es fútbol, pero artes marciales Ajá. mixtas, cuénteme un poco de las artes marciales mixtas en Colombia, cómo las personas se están dando a cabo a conocer a este deporte que poco a poco se está extendiendo en América Latina, cómo tú te diste cuenta del deporte y qué te llevó la atención para comenzar a entrenar. Bueno, creo que sí, aquí siempre es el, el deporte más importante como el fútbol, lo, Colombia siempre se destaca mucho en patinaje o ciclismo, pero entonces las artes marciales llegaron a mí no, no precisamente porque yo hubiera buscado ser peleadora, sino que toda mi vida practiqué deportes de contacto porque siempre pues, he tenido esa inclinación, me gusta el, el combate cuerpo a cuerpo y bueno, empecé a, en karate, luego explorando pues llegué al kung fu, empecé a competir en, en sanda que es como el kickboxing pero ya implica la parte de derribos y esto ya pues como que una cosa llevó a la otra y llegué, pues después de lo que estaba haciendo fue fácil decir como pues voy a aceptar una pelea de MMA y así empezó la carrera, realmente lo difícil aquí es que uno no encuentra eh, pues apoyo, patrocinio, incluso para encontrar peleas y oponentes es muy complejo porque es algo realmente nuevo, pero entonces ese es como mi mayor logro y lo que me siento más orgullosa porque es las primeras en mi país, en mi ciudad, en empezar en este deporte. ¿Y qué tal el entrenamiento ahí al campo? Si uno quiere entrar a artes marciales mixtas, ¿a dónde uno va a entrenar? ¿Cuáles son uno de los grandes que están entrenando en Colombia ahora, dando seminarios, etcétera? Bueno, aquí en Colombia hay muchas muchas personas en diferentes ciudades que están preparándose para el nivel profesional. Por ejemplo, en mi ciudad hay muy buen nivel de jiu-jitsu, hay muchos peleadores que están ya creciendo. Digamos que a nivel de seminario aún no, porque de, de aquí que hayan salido tal vez en jiu-jitsu, tal vez en otras áreas, pero no precisamente como peleadores 
de MMA hay unos cuantos que ya han peleado en UFC, dos precisamente, eh, Alexander Torres y, y Freddy Serrano, y Sabina Mazo, que es otra compañera que también está peleando ya a nivel internacional. Pero bueno, además de eso, en Bogotá, en Barranquilla, hay equipos que, que se, se están preparando para competir a alto nivel. Ahora, tú has entrenado con la mexicana Alexa Grosa que está en la UFC. Ahora, ¿tú entrenas con ella en México, viajas hacia allá o ella viene a Colombia? Sí, yo he entrenado con el equipo Graso, que, donde está Alexa Graso e Irene Aldana, que fueron las primeras mexicanas de UFC. Y bueno, allá tengo muchos compañeros también de alto nivel. Eh, entonces... Eh, yo estaba yendo a México, estaba viviendo allá, pero ha sido un poquito complicado porque, bueno, en este momento no tengo la visa mexicana, pero bueno, eso es todo. Este, bueno, ahora vas, eh, va a ser su debut en Bellator, pero algo que me, me, me llama la atención, eh, al lado, no solo el arte marcial en misa, pero también era bailarina, baila salsa y pole dancing. ¿Es cierto? ¿Cómo es? Explícame cómo llegaste a eso. La verdad es que siempre he tenido como una esencia pues muy artística, desde niña me he dedicado a todo tipo de disciplinas artísticas y sobre todo pues dirigidas a mi cuerpo porque siempre pues me he desenvuelto en la parte física, empecé a estudiar danza en la universidad, entonces eh, pues tengo nociones de ballet y danza contemporánea y antes que esto empecé a hacer acrobacia aérea en telas. Eso es la danza aérea que me llevó también a, pues, a, a explorar otras disciplinas como el pole dance, como el aro, bueno, y, y cosas así que se ven en el circo o en la música. Wow, interesante. Y también leo aquí idiomas, ¿es cierto? ¿Cuáles otros idiomas hablas tú? Bueno, pues yo estoy ahora mejorando mi nivel de inglés, pues ya me desenvuelvo en este idioma y estoy aprendiendo italiano y quiero aprender portugués, bueno, creo que saber otro idioma nunca va a estar de más. Ya, perfecto. Bueno, ya se acerca la pelea, tu debut en Bellator. ¿Vas a, tener un, vas a estar un poco nerviosa, piensas tú? Bueno, los nervios hacen parte de un, de una, de un gran evento y de una gran experiencia, claro que sí, pero también es mucha la emoción y, y la alegría que causa este gran reto. Ahora, una cosa en tomar en cuenta, Italia, o sea, la hora de diferencia es diferente a Colombia y también el clima, ¿Es, ¿te estás preparando para eso? Eh, ya que se acerca la pelea, tal vez ajustando el horario cuando duermes. Claro que sí, pues aquí en Colombia es más difícil hacerse uno a la idea, uno en un clima tan tropical, pero ya la, esta semana estaré viajando a Milwaukee, en Wisconsin, donde voy a terminar de preparar mi campamento ya que no, pues no pude regresar a México por cuestiones de la visa, entonces voy a eh, bueno, estar en este clima ya enfrentando el invierno por primera vez que realmente nunca me ha tocado. Ya, perfecto. Bueno, te deseo mucha suerte el diciembre 9 cuando haces tu debut en Bellator y después se fue la victoria, pues tal vez te vere, veremos a bailar un poco dentro del, del, de la jaula de celebración. <ríe> ok, Alejandra, bueno, muchas gracias y buena suerte. En diciembre 9 en Bellator, donde harás tu debut contra Elena Chinokova en Italia. Saludos y gracias. Saludos, bye muchas bye. gracias, feliz tarde. Bye bye.
Welcome back, everyone, to the Roman Show. We've been talking about it for, well, a little more than uh, two months, actually. But December 9th is here. This weekend, Sweetwater Wrestling Fan Fest uh, will be taking place in the city of Sweetwater. It's the first time the wrestling returns uh, to the city in over 10 years. And uh, by God, do we have a great card and so many great names like the legendary Glacier who joins us right now on the program. Glacier, thanks so much. And you know what? I was looking back at the archives. This is the second time you've been on the Roman show. Yeah, yeah, it was a while back, but uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm happy to be back on. Awesome, Glacier. Appreciate it uh, always. Now, how have you been? How have you been? I, we, we know we saw you on ESPN. You have become uh, a really an inspirational story. Uh, we've seen a resurgence now of the, of the character, uh, the professional yeah. wrestler, Glacier. So, uh, kudos to you. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm living here in uh, Orlando, so I'm not too far away from you guys. And, uh, you know, just uh, just love the life here in Florida. But, yeah, traveling a lot um, since, um, since the Ring of Honor appearance I did a couple of months ago and then the, the article that came out uh, on the, in Uproxx right after the uh, WrestleMania, you know, was here in April. Um, yeah, I think that this has been a good year for me, a real good year. Yeah, so you've been you've been doing a lot of cons, uh, a lot of the wrestling events, and of course, you know we all remember you from the the, the guys that for, that that are in thirties, uh, even late twenties, we've seen the nitros, the WCWs. Yeah. But some of those guys, like myself, uh, some of them have kids now, so they come up to you. <laughs> so how, how's the how's the interaction there? I mean, you you've not become like the parents have been. Look, this is a guy I looked up to. This is a guy I watched wrestle, and this is my son. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I've gotten that, uh, you know, a good bit here frequently where you know, I've been at, uh, you know, uh, Fan Fest and, and, you know, WrestleCon, you know, shows and stuff. And, yeah, people come up and, yeah, they have their own children now. And, and you know, it's a pretty surreal thing, you know, when when, <laughs> when someone introduces their, their kid to me and says, hey, this is someone I watched when I was your age, you know, and uh, kind of... Um, Kind of makes me uh, realize that I've been doing this for for over thirty years now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I love it. You know, I mean, I, I'm a fan. I always tell people I'm a fan first. Uh, you know, I think uh, you know, most most people that I've gotten to know and, and my friends in the rest of the business started off as a fan first. You know, and uh, and I'm I'm no different. And I'm still a fan. I still love the business. I um, I thank God every day that I'm able to do this, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I mean, I just uh, you know. As I get older, you know, and, and I, I, you know, I, I keep in touch with a lot of friends I grew up with, you know, people I went to high school and college with, and, you know, I realized that, you know, um, a lot of people, most people, don't ever pursue what they really love, you know, and maybe maybe as a hobby or something, but not as a career, and uh, that's why I look back on now, I realized that, um, I, didn't, I didn't so much realize it when I was first starting, but um, I just knew, you know, the first time I ever stepped foot in the ring, I was like, you know, it, it literally, like, it made me come alive in a way that nothing else ever had. And I was a big, big football guy. Boy, you know, I played high school ball, college ball, and uh, football in my life. And the first time I ever got in the ring, I can honestly tell you that, I mean, everything changed. I mean, I was just like, this is where I'm supposed to be. I don't know if I'm going to be good at this, but this is what I'm going to pursue because this is what makes me come alive. And um, and like I said, as, I, as I've gotten older, um, you know, as, as the old saying goes, you know, with, with age usually comes wisdom, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've seen, you know, that um, unfortunately, you know, uh, I get to, you know, when we're kids, you know, when you're kids and you, and you dream of being an astronaut or, or a doctor or whatever, you know, everybody encourages you to, to, to like, yeah, sure, that's awesome. You know, and as you get older and you start saying, I want to go do this, you know, it's amazing how society tends to say, well, you can't do that. You know, you know what makes you think you can 
that, you know, and um, thank God I had a really great support system with my, my parents and my, my twin brother and some great friends and mentors that, that didn't say that to me. And so, um, you know, I was able to pursue wrestling and, and, um, and have a great career, thank God, and, uh, and that was, um, you know, wasn't handed to me. I mean, I had to work my butt off, and I still do. And, uh, but, you know, I, I just, as I get older, that's the thing that I'm, I'm so thankful for is that, you know, I pursue something I really, really love. And uh, and, that, and if there's any bit of advice I can give to anybody out there who's listening is, no matter what point in your life you are, especially now with technology and everything, I don't care what it is. Whatever is your passion, there's a way to make a living doing that if you if you just put a good game plan together. And so if it's if it's wrestling, then, hey, have at it. I just opened up, you know, partnered with uh, my business partner in Atlanta. We just opened a wrestling school, and I can tell you a little bit more about that as we talk. But, um, you know, pursue what makes you come alive, you know, and, and wrestling makes me come alive. And, I, I hope that, uh, and I plan on having my hand in the rest of the business until I take my last breath on the dirt. <laughs> I hope I can, uh, and I hope I can, I hope what impression I leave in the rest of the business hopefully outlives me. You know, I hope I'm, I'm hopefully inspiring people long after I'm gone. You know, and that's I, you know, one of the reasons for the wrestling school, and, and it's one of the reasons why I still go out there and do appearances and still even get, you know, get in the ring. Sometimes <laughs> because, you know, I, I want to make, hopefully make an impression that. That One thing I've noticed about you, uh, Glacier, you know, when, when your your character came out, was supposed to be, you know, from the video game and so forth, but, you know, 30 years now, you still have the same character, but even though back then people were like, oh, what the heck is this? But, you know, you, you've developed this respect, <laughs> you know, it's, you've been, you, you carry on this respect and when people go up to you at the shows, at the cons, or, or watch you in action at ROH, stand up and they give you a, a standing ovation out of respect because of what you've done and where the all the times that you've been in this business uh you haven't become like like other wrestlers are like haha it's just a it's a that, that shock factor right you've developed yeah. that that respect yeah and, and you know and I, and I did i mean i've always from the very first day i got into the ring you know, you know fred avery who was the guy who broke me in way back in the day and fred was a journeyman wrestler um He's you know, still a very dear friend of mine. He's a high school uh, teacher in Ruff. I coach up in North Florida now, and I think it's Bernadina. Um, that's one of the first things that he taught me. And, and uh, I broke in with another college former teammate of mine, and when we were training together, that was just one of the first things he instilled in us from day one is that, you know, this you've got to respect this business. You know, and if you respect the business, then it'll respect you back. You know, and, uh, um, and you know, and that's one of the things I tell anybody who gets into this business is, you know, this um one of my favorite quotes is, you know, it's okay to want the fame and the fortune. You just can't want that first. I mean, you really, this has to be your passion. And, and you have to be willing to work hard for little or no money and until you, you know, you maybe want to look at you can make a living doing this. And, um, and that's a very small percentage, just like with any other athlete pursuing any other, you know, sport or endeavor. There's a very, excuse me, a very, you know, very small percentage of people who actually get to the point where they can make a full time living doing this. And, and I do a lot of seminars now. It's one of the main things I harp on is if you do do this, do it because you love it. And yeah, I'm, yeah, I know you maybe we want the fame and the fortune. I mean, you know, if you if you didn't want that, you wouldn't be human. That's okay to want that, but that can't be what drives you. You have to love this because it is a long, hard road. Um, you know, uh, Les Factor, who's a legendary trainer, uh, has become a good friend of mine over the last few years. And you know, and he and Les always, you know, his uh, his motto is the song uh, a line from a, a, an old country song is, um, you know, if you're big star bound, you know. Uh, how's it going to do? Big star bound. Um, let me tell you, it's a long, hard ride. You know, and, and, and this business is no different. It's just like trying to be a musician or, you know, uh, uh, play a, you know, 
anything in the performance industry, be it, you know, an actor in a theater or for a TV or film, I mean, it's a, it's a very, very long, hard road. And, um, and if you get into it for the right reasons, it can be a great journey. But if you get into it for the monetary reasons and just because you want to see your name on a, you know, on a magazine or something like that, and if it doesn't happen, then more likely it can end up being bitter. And the wrestling business has enough bitter people already. <laughs> we don't need any more. <laughs> so so um, that's always my thing is, like, respect and love the business. And in my experience, it'll respect and love you back, you know. And, um, and, and there's always going to be, you know, um, obstacles and peaks and valleys along the way. But that's anything in life, you know. Um, one of my... Um, one of my other mentors uh, told me one time, you know, she said, and she's an awesome person. She's a casting director out of, out of L.A. And she said, um, she said, you know what? She said, you know, you're gonna, you have to work hard no matter what you do. So if you're sitting in a desk, you know, in a cubicle behind a desk, and you're working hard and you hate that, well, guess what? You know, you still got to do the work. So if you're going to do the work, do the work that we have you love. <laughs> so, and, uh, you know, and I just, I'd always remember that. It's like, yeah, you're going to have to work no matter what. And if you're, if you're doing something you hate, well, then fix that. You know, fix it. Go do something you love. Even if you have to start part-time on the side, even if you have to start doing it for free and volunteering at first, you know, put a good game plan together and, and you know, pursue something that you love. Because, I mean, and once again, the older I get, I realize, you know, I realize, you know, no one, nobody's promised tomorrow, you know, and, and you know, seen WWE sometimes they do like these throwbacks so they have an old school Monday Night Raw they're going to do the 25 year anniversary uh, in January uh, to celebrate the 25 years of the program we haven't seen yeah. one yet now they just did also Starcade they did uh, War Games but we haven't seen one yet for Monday Nitro what do you think are the chances of um, WWE doing a one night only a Monday Nitro and uh, or have you heard of anything, and, and do you think you'll be a part of that? Have they, they contacted you? Have you reached out to them, brought up the idea? You know what? Um, I haven't heard anything of that in the works right now, but I think it'd be a great idea. Um, I think it'd be a great nostalgic event to uh, remind people of that era. You know, um, let's face it. I mean, I tell people all the time, you know, I was, um, I was so, so fortunate to, one, you know, come get my break at a time that was probably the greatest period in wrestling history as far as being a wrestler and being a wrestling fan. I mean, during the Money Night Ratings War, it didn't get much better than that, you know? <laughs> you know and uh, we had two very, very good products going head-to-head buying for, you know, viewers. And um, and it was great for us. I mean, it pushed the wrestlers to, you know, to work as hard as we could to, to, to put on the best show, to, to, to get the, the ratings, you know, better than, than our competitors. And... I hate that that's not there anymore. I mean, I think it hurts the business that their competition's not there. I mean, you know, things work out the way they worked out for, for a lot of reasons, but um, it's one thing to always tell people is, you know, why do you think Lowe's opens up right next door to or right across the street from Home Depot? Competition is great. <laughs> right. You know, it makes it makes speech company better. And, uh, and and good, honest competition is helpful. So, um, but yeah, I would love, love to see a Monday Nitro kind 
maybe we'll we'll you know, try it with a nitro. I think um, I think it'd be great to do you know Monday nitro. Um, you know, in, in one of the buildings where you know we we always had great success. I hate the fact that the Georgia Dome just got demolished, you know, but, uh-huh. for, the, for the new stadium. But time marches on, you know. But but you know, one of the I'm trying to think of like one of the other great arenas. I know we United Center Chicago was always one that I really enjoyed. You know, when we did Nitro there. But um, you know, we could take it back to a, one of those arenas that that were always was a great place for you know, MGM Grand was a great one for Nitro. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I would love to see that. And, and uh, hopefully, someone within the sound of our voice might hear that. And uh, <laughs> in the year of the uh, the um, you know the powers that be with with WWE, and maybe they'll do something. I'd, I'd love I'd love to see it. What I was a part of, it. of course I'd love to be a part of. It, but even if I wasn't, I'd love to see it. I think the fans would really enjoy it. Well, Glacier, I want to thank you very much for your time. We look forward to seeing you Saturday, December 9th oh, in yeah. the city of Sweetwater. We're excited. You're going to do a meet and greet, and you're also going to be obtaining yeah. a, 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 a proclamation from the city. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so, so you know, honored and thrilled to, to be there. Um, it's just, uh, you know, when um, when the promoters call me, uh, George Alonzo, and I end up with Jim and his, his mother are really doing it, working very, very hard to, to bring this show to the community. Um, you know, most people that have followed my career know that uh, I come from a law enforcement family. Both my parents and my twin brother were, were all you know, career law enforcement. And, um, you know, uh, I believe the police chief's going to be there to, to deliver the proclamation, which that is something for, for me that I never even, you know, never dreamed of. So it's going to be a huge thrill, huge honor for me. Um, I can't really put into words how excited I am to, to be there. It's going to be a busy weekend for me next weekend. I actually, uh, because I opened up a rest of the school in Atlanta called uh, One Fall Power Factory. And with my business partner, Kitchi Marshall, who's a great young wrestler, wrestler for Ring of Honor, and wrestler for um, Impact Wrestling and NXT. But um, we're doing the Super Camp next, uh, next weekend in Atlanta with uh, Christopher Daniels. Is, ah. is coming in as one of our main coaches. We actually have, um, I just see here, a, um, a surprise guest, one of the top female wrestlers from WCW when I was there, who was in Atlanta, is going to stop by and kind of do a little private session with the female uh, you know, wrestling attendees that are going to be there. But, uh, um, but yeah, it's, uh, but I'm going to be flying out Saturday morning from Atlanta to, to come down to South Florida for the, uh, the event Saturday night, and I'll turn around and fly around to Atlanta on Sunday. So I'll be, it'll be a busy weekend, but, uh, but I'm really, 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 from the bottom of my heart, looking very forward to the, to the show and, um, and, and seeing all the wrestling fans that will be coming out for the show. Well, Glacier, thank you so much, and we look forward to seeing you December 9th. The event is absolutely free. Sweetwater Wrestling Fan yes. Fest. Come check out Glacier. He's going to be out there for a meet and greet. He's going to receive a proclamation, and, of course, you got the great card. So thanks so much, Glacier. Appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming out and for a great cause, and forward to seeing you there. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to... The Showdown! Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We just heard there from Lara, who will be in action this December 9th on Spike TV. Make sure you check out that fight and many other other fights along the weekend. Gosh, we have so many things. Like, we got the Sweetwater Wrestling Fan Fest on December 9th. You got the UFC fight night, that team night. And you got Bellator on that night. I mean, I, my head's going to go bananas. I, I don't know how to keep up with this stuff. Just too much. Either way, pick and choose. Well, then you get the CCW event. December 9th. Either way, man, listen. Make sure you head on over and find some great excitement. Whether you like wrestling, whether you like MMA, whether you like boxing, whether you like the rock concert, whatever the hell it is. Art Basel, too. That's another thing going on here in South Florida. 
whatever. Pick and choose. Have fun. Enjoy it. That's what's important, especially now during the holidays. I know everyone's going a little bit wild uh, with their Christmas shopping and you know, what am I going to bring uh, or what am I going to cook for the, the, the holiday season. Take it easy. Breathe it in. You got some great events out there and some of them are absolutely free. So we hope to see you at one of these events taking place this weekend. But don't forget, next weekend, December 15th, you got Titan FC at Extreme Park and Park in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Excited debut for Titan FC. And uh, you got that featherweight title on the line. Main event. So get your tickets right now. CageTIX.com forward slash Titan FC. Speaking about mixed martial arts and the future, Francis Gano. This guy, I saw him in action not too long ago uh, in person, and he is a beast. Rightfully so, he knocked out Alistair Overeem, who was on a roll, potentially could have even received a title shot against Stipe Miocic. Well, the Reem has been put down, and it's now Gano's time. Young blood in the heavyweight division. And mind you, yes, he's, he's content. He, he believes in... He knows that he deserves a shot at Steepa's title. However, you know, when asked in an interview, he said, hey, who, who would you like to really fight next or your dream fight? Francis Donald's response was, I want to take on Brock Lesnar. That's my dream match. Two big guys going at it one-on-one inside the octagon. I don't, I don't personally see Brock Lesnar returning. Remember, he got uh, busted with... Uh, some legal, illegal substances a while ago. Um, I believe he's probably even uh, done or completed because uh, that was what? UFC 200, which was last year of July. Already in December 2017, he probably got a one-year suspension. So I think he's in the clear now. But either way, I don't see Brock Lesnar coming back, especially now he's with the WWE. Look, he's, he's pretty much almost into his 40s. Not to say that he can't kick some ass. Of course he can, but I, I you know, you, you have that that potential there. You know what, what? What? You know he's not in his prime anymore. And then you got Francis, this young beast, knocking people out from left to right. So would it be fun? Eh. Remember now, Lesnar, who's forty. He remember he had a, he had a disease he had to battle with. I know he felt good against um, Mark Hunt. In which he defeated, and that's actually the same one that allegedly he used some illegal substances. Either way, up next, Gano and Stipe for the title. I think that's a good fight. I'll tell you why. Stipe can throw, and we know what impact Gano has. But I, I, I feel, even though Gano is a, a very strong competitor opponent for Stipe, I see Stipe slightly coming out with that victory. You want to say why? Oh, well, you know, Francis is huge. He's tall. He's strong. Yes. But I think Stipe is very careful as a fighter. Um, very technical. A lot more accurate. And, and if you have that, knowing that the power that you have, then you'll be okay. Because I, I see Gano getting a bit frustrated. And Stipe can knock people out. So there's potential there. So I, I see this fight going slightly towards Stipe and Stipe keeping his title. But hey, that's just my opinion. All right. I, I, 
If you want to debate, info at theromanshow.com. Eddie Alvarez defeated Justin Gaethje. Jason Gaethje was undefeated. He suffered his first loss. He is a former WSOF champion. Uh, had a lot of hype, a lot of buzz behind him. I mean, there's no doubt Justin Gaethje is a great fighter. He's a fun fighter. He really dukes it out there. He goes in, you know, balls to the wall. And one guy that can follow up with that is Eddie Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez is a guy that can, you know, play that game as well. He can be accurate. He can be technical. But he could be dirty. And that's what he did against Justin Gaethje, knocking him out with a vicious knee. And Eddie Alvarez could be on his way, perhaps. A couple of more wins. Or if not, maybe even one more win. Or maybe even next. Uh, to get a title shot. You know, it, it, there, there is potential there. Uh, there. There is potential. Uh, Betty Alvarez getting a shot. You know, a, a title that he once held. And now with all these people out there and with the titles, who don't want to put up and defend like Conor McGregor. There is a chance Eddie Alvarez could get a shot. You know, we know right now that uh, Tony Ferguson is the interim champ. But the truth is, we don't know the future of Conor McGregor. We don't know if he's coming back or not. We have no idea. So, at least to say, well, you know, what's going to happen to the lightweight title? McGregor now might be even in trouble with a whole incident he did back in uh, overseas in Bellator. He, he, Dana White said he might probably tell the, yeah, the last of McGregor because he has all this money now. So, it could be an Alvarez and a Ferguson. And, and by the way, that'd be a fun fight. But... Right now, that division needs to get... Something has to happen. Because the fighters are there. Now we need to get some gold being defended here. I think that's that's what the doctor ordered. Max Holloway successfully defeated defended his featherweight title against former champion. And, and yeah, I would even go in there calling him Hall of future Hall of Fame, Jose Aldo. Uh, Jose Aldo lost to Holloway twice. Pretty much it, you know. I don't think Josie Aldo will receive his, will get a um, a rematch. For that, said another title match, unless he goes on another on a crazy winning record uh, streak, winning winning record streak. But um, yeah, Max, Max Holloway is legit. You know, it, it is what it is. This guy's uh, is fun. He is definitely bringing it to the table, and expect him to to defend that belt. Quite so, with with a lot of uh, respect and dignity. And, in fact, one one thing I did like about him is that after the fight, he said, you know what, Brazil should be building statues uh, of Jose Aldo. That's a lot of respect. Very respectful man, very respectful, uh, two opponents actually, uh, there that took place at the past UFC 219 pay-per-view. Well, with that being said, guys, I'd like to thank you very much for joining on the program here. Once again, theromanshow.com is the website. The Roman Show on Twitter, Roman Show Media, both on Facebook and Instagram. 
You don't like what I say, you don't like what you hear on the program, info at the romanshow.com is the email you need to send your comments. Next, I read the response right here on the program. With that said, thanks so very much. You haven't been on, you haven't been heard.